Satan. Or battle to be. I'd like you to express yourself to him this morning. If he's actually your God, open up your heart to him and appreciate him. Let it come from your heart. Stop watching every other person. Thank him in your own way. I cannot thank your God for you, but you can thank him in your own way and say, Lord, I am grateful. I am thankful. Lord, I appreciate you. Be that be exalted in the name of Jesus. Let's thank him and appreciate him for Johnny Mercy. Let's thank him and bless his name for his mercy, for his grace, for his love. He said, I will show mercy upon whom I will show mercy. Thank you, Lord, for your mercy. Thank you, Lord, for your grace. Thank you for your blessing. Thank you for your love. Oh, Jackie Mara, Reki Matoroje. Thank you, Father. Oh, Sami Doluoma. Lord, I am grateful. Lord, I am grateful and thankful. Thank you for where I am, Lord. Thank you for the way you have made me. Lord, I am sincerely grateful. Father, be thou be exalted. Thank you, Father, for this morning. Thank you for this service. I want to ban Manuru. If you look at your contemporaries, you have a reason to thank him. Look at those people you started with. We are there today. Look at where your life is right now. Father, we thank you. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have worshipped. Father, we worship you this morning. We appreciate your grace we thank you for your love thank you because your banner over us is love we are sincerely grateful daddy be thou be exalted in jesus name let your word take us to your glory we want to see your glory we want to see your perfection we want to see your grace open our eyes to see your glory Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. And the church say, believe in amen. amen. Please be seated. God bless you. We want to thank God for the choir and for everyone that is here this morning. We are sincerely happy and we are glad that you are here. Can you please help me shake at least three people? Welcome, welcome, welcome. Please, let's try as much as possible to welcome ourselves again. Three people around you. If you can do it, high five, fine. If you can greet them, just greet them and just say you are welcome. Hallelujah. I'm excited this morning to see Sister Wumi of God. Especially Sister Wumi. Sister Wumi, stand up. <laughs> I, I saw you dodging. So I said, ah, this is Sister Wumi now. You can't dodge. A golden fish has no hiding spot. You are welcome. God bless you. We appreciate you. We rejoice anytime you fellowship with us. May the Lord bless you mightily in Jesus' name. Can we clap for Sister Wumi? You have not seen her for... Maybe this is the first time this year or second time. Second time. First time. Oh my God. Praise God. You are welcome. We appreciate you. And we welcome all our listeners all over the world. In fact, do you know that I get more comments from people that are listening to the radio then put that I sit here. 
I get more comments, more text messages, even from some people that I don't know that listen to the message. And um, we want to go into live broadcasts on YouTube because some of my children abroad are demanding for it. He said, Daddy, enough of radio. We want to see your face. We want to see your face. So we are trying to do some uh, wiring, get some tools. So uh, we are trusting God that we'll be able to have it live and direct. Maybe probably next Sunday by His grace. So that it will not just be radio. It will be something that will be able to watch live. Praise the Lord. God can do it for us. And we are capable to do it. And the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. This is a month of perfection. It means our month of glory. Anytime you are talking about perfection, you are talking about completion, you are talking about beauty, you are talking about glory. I just want you to please make sure that you listen to me this morning. Don't be distracted because I discover so many people come to church without actually listening. Some play with their phone, some play with their mind. There are some children, our, our students that you see playing with their phone. And even the adults that are trying to tell them don't play with their phone, they are playing with their mind. If you ask them at the end of the service, what have you gained? They say, ah, I was just there. They are not actually concentrating. So they don't actually see much of what you want from them. So I please, and I'm, I'm pleading with you to please concentrate because at times you can be distracted in church with much serving that you are not even blessed. And Jesus is not happy when you are not blessed. He said, matter, you are mindful about so many things. But there's only one thing that is needful. And that is sitting down with the word of life, making sure that you are getting blessed through it. And I pray that you will be genuinely blessed this morning in Jesus' name. I've titled this message, Pathway to Glory. If you like, you can call it Pathway to Perfection, or to Completion, or to Beautification. Anything that glory represents is perfection. Isaiah chapter 43, verse 18 and 19. Isaiah 43, verse 18 and 19. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 2 to 3. Isaiah chapter 2. I'm just saying this so that we can read it together. So I won't be waiting. Isaiah chapter 2, verse 2 to 3. Okay. Romans chapter 8, verse 19 and 21. And Matthew chapter 5, verse 13 and 14. Whichever one you see. Do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Verse 19. What does he say? Behold, put on verse 19. Behold, I will do a new thing, and now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. That will be your portion this month in Jesus' name. All the old shame will be wiped away. You have a new glory, a new order. A new beginning in the name of Jesus. Okay. Apostle Paul says, Ye our epistle, written in our heart, known and read by all men. Okay, read verse, verse uh, 3. Look at verse 3. Clearly, you are an epistle of Christ. Let me talk to your neighbor. Say, I am a testimony of Christ. I can't hear you. I am a living testimony. I am a proof of his glory. When you see me, you are reading the handwork of God. Okay, let me explain. What Paul is saying is that when we say that Christ has power, 
We represent the power of God. He said, you are our epistle. We are confident that you are producing results. Clearly written, not just with ink. Because wherever we go, we carry the testimony of Christ. Written among men. In other words, you enter the office and you just greeted them and you pass. Can't you see the glory of God on him? Have you heard about his testimony? Have you, did you notice that something is changing about him? Because wherever you go, you are carrying the glory of God around and you are living a peace to of Christ. A living epistle of Christ. A living testimony that this Christianity is working. That Jesus is alive. Other people carry Bible, they don't have proof. But you don't talk, but they see the proof in your life. In your home. In your finances. In everything that you do. Jesus is a living epistle. Clearly written, clearly written for all to see. May everybody hear your testimony. Okay, Isaiah chapter 2, verse 2 to 3. Quick, quickly, the pathway to glory. Now it shall come to pass in the latter days that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established on the top of the mountain and it shall be exalted above the hills and all nations shall flow into it. What happened? Many people shall come and say, come, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord. To the house of the God of Jacob, he will teach us his way. We shall walk in his path, for out of Zion shall go forth the law and the word of the law from Jerusalem. This month, the word of the law will walk in your life. Amen. Are you saying amen very well? Amen. You will not look pitiable, amen. but rather you will look enviable. Amen. And many people will tell you that the word of God is working your life in Jesus' name. Okay, Romans chapter 8, verse 19, and verse 21, and Matthew chapter 5, verse 30. Okay, you are the, okay, for the honest expression of the creation, eagerly wait for the revealing manifestations of the sons of God. Verse 21, put on verse 21, 21, quickly verse 21. Because the creation itself also will be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. Children of God should experience the, the glorious liberty. The children of God should experience it. So the whole world is waiting for our manifestation because that is the hope of the world. If we don't show it, they will say there is no answer in God. If we don't show it, the whole world is waiting that you are going to manifest. They say, maybe you carry Bible. Maybe you pray. At least you know God more than us. At least you claim to be somebody that is closer to God. So we are waiting for your testimony. Because we know in your testimony is our deliverance. They are waiting for the glorious liberty. The whole world is waiting for the children of God to be manifested. Because this is the time where they are, that they are waiting for that. Let's see the clear demarcation that you are actually serving God. And I pray that this season, you will manifest his glory. Matthew chapter 5, verse 13 and 14. Ye are the salt of the heart. Can somebody say amen? amen? Do you believe that? Okay, turn to your neighbor and say, I'm the salt of the heart. Are you afraid to say that? I can't hear you say, I'm the salt of the heart. Say loud and clear, say, I'm the salt of the heart. Say loud and clear, say, I'm the salt of the heart. 
He said, but if the salt loses its flavor, how shall it be seasoned? It is then good for nothing, but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot by men. Salt is a seasoner. It brings beauty, taste to food. Salt carries glory. If a salt should lose its flavor, how can it be salted? How can a salt lose its flavor, lose its glory? The easiest way to lose your glory as a salt is to be mixed with sand. Can you, how can you be seasoned again? Shall be thrown away. You are the salt of the heart. You are a seasoner. You are a glory to everybody to behold. You are a great testimony of Christ. You are the epistle. You are the Bible that they read. If God can do it in your life, then it is real. If he's not doing it in your life, then there is no God. That's what they say. And at times, when you see the expectations of the world upon us, we have to carry ourselves with dignity. Look at verse 14. Verse 14, look at what it says again. You are the light of the world. You are a city that is set on a hill and cannot be hidden. You are a city. You are the light. You are meant for glory. You are meant to shine. And you are going to shine in the name of Jesus. What then is the pathway to this glory? Number one is gratitude. Always you must be grateful. There are so many Christians that are complaining now. Even more than unbelievers. And that is the way to lose your glory. You must always be grateful. Luke chapter 17 verse 17 to 19. Jesus said, Were there not ten cleansed? Where are the nine? He said, Only this stranger is returning to give glory to God. And Jesus called him to himself and now said, you are made complete because of gratitude. Because of thanksgiving, you are now complete. You are made whole. Jesus answered and said, Were there not ten cleansed, but where are the nine? There are so many people that God has kept alive this morning. How many people are actually thanking God for being alive? You know, there are some people that have perfect figure, perfect shape, perfect indices. Perfect head. Everything about them. Perfect. But they had accident and died prematurely. What will we say to that? Perfect body frame. Every organ is working. They were looking excellently good, but they died. Somebody posted on Facebook yesterday. Is there exactly three years that you died? And I'm still missing you. Because your facum, your this, your this and that. Exactly three years. You died on July 1. But you are alive. And instead of thanking God to perfect what he has not perfected, you started complaining. The father of the prodigal boy, which is the father of heaven, father of us all, gave us three stories. A man that lost his sheep. Recovered the lost sheep and said, Rejoice with me, for I find my sheep that was lost. A woman that lost a coin. Call our neighbors together. Rejoice with me. For that which I have lost, I have found. A man that his son left his house. 
He said, rejoice with me, for my son was lost and is found. Not only lost, he was dead and is back to life. There is always a good reason to thank God. Not just an ordinary reason. Where you are is good enough to be grateful. Where you are is good enough to be grateful. I told my wife this morning, I said, I have every reason to be thankful. Every reason. Say, I can perceive that God loved me extraordinarily. Say, what do I see? I say, anytime they are doing something in school and I know the rain will disturb me, I will just say, God, I don't want it to rain, no. And the rain, it will, the rain will not fall. I say, it's not because of holiness. It's because I'm just loved. I'm just loved. And I look at so many people that were better. Better than me that are dead. Some people, when they share their story, on the same road that you have passed, you will just be thanking God. Not to join them to mama and to complain. No. Not to join them to... Because when they tell you what they have suffered, you will just be thanking God for your life. We are not using this time to mock them. But I'm just using this time to challenge you that where you are is good enough to thank God. One of my friends was going with seal. Going with seal. From Jaws to Abuja. For a powerful program. Organized by Baba. He had an accident and died. He was a medical doctor. He died. And he threw the entire family into confusion. Till today they have not recovered. He died in his car. Have you not heard some people that say they had accident and they lost their spinal cord? Look at how God has helped you through so many journeys. And you are still standing. You are still alive. And you are still murmuring. You don't even have a reason to thank him. My daughter says, anytime she drives into the hospital to work, she will always say, Lord, I thank you. I say, is it because of anything? He said, I'm thanking God because of grace. He said, well, some things can help, but there's a grace factor that keeps you alive. That was yesterday night. He was telling us, he said, there's a grace factor. I said, there are some, okay, they didn't do this, they didn't do that. But he said, there are some people that did everything we asked them to do. And they are still done. So, if you are still standing, number one thing that leads to glory and perfection is what? Is gratitude. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 20. Giving thanks to the Lord always and at all times. That is the will of the Lord concerning you. Giving thanks. If you murmur, you stop the blessing. You complain, you stop the blessing. At all time, always. Giving thanks always for all things to God. The Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Giving thanks to God always. Before you sleep, Father, I thank you. When you wake up, Father, I thank you. When you're entering the faculty, Father, I thank you. When you're stepping out of the faculty, Father, I thank you. When you're entering the office, Father, I thank you. Giving, that is the best way to pray. Anytime you have an eyes to see, you should be grateful. 
you have the ear to hear, you should be grateful. You are hungry, you should be grateful. You can go to the toilet without assistance, you should be grateful. Gratitude is number one thing that brings glory. The moment you begin to lose that spirit of gratitude, you lose your beauty. Nobody, including God, like somebody that complains. You must find a reason to be grateful. Giving thanks to God at all times. Psalm chapter 44, verse 2 to 3. The Bible says, when they were trying to possess their possession, they did not possess it by their arms. It was your grace that helped them. You drove out the nation with your hand, but them you planted. You afflicted the people and cast them out for their sake. Have you not seen that kind of situation before? When God will remove some people and place you in position of honor and beauty. Have you not seen things before that you struggle, other people struggle to get, and you just get it with ease? You drove out other people and you planted your people. Is that not a reason for you to thank God? For planting you to the right place. Where other people lost their job, you get your own job. That's the reason why you must be grateful at all times. John chapter 6 verse 23. Jesus multiplied bread where he had given thanks. Where you give thanks is where you see multiplication and glory. For all things, at all times, be grateful. For all things, at all times. For the oxygen, for the air, for your eggs, for your ship, for your beauty, for everything that God has given you. Give thanks to God at all times. Number chapter 20 verse 12. The Lord said to Moses, you will not get to the promised land because you refuse to sanctify me, praise and honor me before the people. And he prays every time about it. And God said, don't mention it again. I made up my mind. He said, because, and the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, you did not trust me enough to show the Israelite that I'm holy. I'm trustworthy. So we will not lead them into the land that I have promised to give to them. I will not allow you to get a complete testimony. And if God says he's the one that is blocking you, who will open doors for you? And some of you say, that is the way you are made. Then you are made for wrong things. He said, because you refuse to praise me before the people, I will not allow you to get to what you want to get to. Go up to the mountain and look at it. You will not get there. You want glory. Then start with gratitude. Even for things that you have not achieved. Thank God for it. You know what Moses said later? He said it's because of you people that I miss. I miss. I miss the promised land because you are still naked people. You made me to complain against God. Nobody is capable of making you to complain. You wanted to complain before. Don't say it's because of the country. That's why you are complaining. Stop complaining. Stop murmuring. Look away from the country. Look away. Find a reason. If you are complaining about fuel, what about people that do not have a car? If you are complaining about fuel, what about people that do not have oxygen? They cannot even breathe oxygen except they buy it. And you are complaining about fuel. You have oxygen. are complaining about fuel. What about beggars on the highways that don't even have money to eat food? Maybe it's after you have eaten, you are thinking about fuel. 
What are people that do not have food to eat? They don't have food to eat. The cost of living is too much. What is the cost of living in the mortuary? Will you prefer to be cold? Ask people in the mortuary. They have clothes, they have houses, they cannot use them. They have worth for another person to hear it. And some of them actually beg that they don't want to die when they were dying. I'm not just preaching theory, I'm telling you reality. I know somebody that was dying and was saying, I don't want to die, and eventually died. So you don't have any reason. Don't say somebody is pushing you to complain. Don't say it's because you are in Nigeria. Do you know that even in America, we have people that have more money that are complaining? It has to do with the mindset. Gratitude is the number one thing that leads to glory. Psalm 103, verse 1 to 5. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Do not forget his benefits. Do not forget that the Father forgives you all your sin. Don't forget. Bless the Lord. Psalm 103, verse 1 to 5. Put on Psalm 103, verse 1 to 5. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Verse 2. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. There are benefits in serving God. Your coming to this church is not in vain. There are benefits. You may ignore them. You may not know them. That's why you are murmuring. But there are lot and lot and lot of benefits. God will not allow anybody to serve him without a reward. There are benefits. Your coming to this church today is not in vain. Except you choose to complain. If you look at the benefit of the Lord, you find a reason to thank him. Who forgives all your iniquities? Who heals all your diseases? God is the healer. Dr. Care. Look at what he says again. Who redeem your life from destruction? Who cry you with loving kindness and tender mercies? Verse 5. We are going to 5. Quickly verse 5. Who satisfy your mouth with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. May your youth be renewed forever in Jesus' name. Somebody shout gratitude. That's number one pathway to glory. You want to see a better day? You want to see the glory of the Lord? Just thank him. Thank him from the depth of your heart for what you have, where you are. Everything he has given you is good. Everything. Including your children, including your family. Thank God for everything that God has surrounded you with. And when you are full of thanksgiving, your life will be full of glory. Number two pathway but two pathway to glory is testimony. Testimony is number two surest way to glory. Anytime you testify about what God has done in a small way, God will add another thing to it. God is such a wonderful friend. Wonderful friend to live with. Oh, wonderful friend. He will never allow you to give him something without adding more to you. If you thank him with money, he will find a way of blessing you again. I don't know whether some of you have friends like that. Have you ever worked with a friend like that? Ah, I have friends like that when I was in school. Try to surprise them. They will surprise you back. 
And you know you are always happy to relate with that kind of people. One say Shamura. There are people that they will find a way of repaying your good with another good works. Buy them a drink. They are looking for opportunity that you are going to be thirsty. They will buy you another drink. Give them rice or all. They will give you cook one. Testimony. Anytime you are testifying about the goodness of the Lord, you are moving up in glory. Most of the time, when God wants to take you to a very big or great height, He will start by doing small, small things in your life. You will feel the signs. You never even know where God is taking you to, but He will, he will, be, he will be blowing cool here, favor. Some beautiful things will be happening to you. And you will not be watching your reaction, whether you are going to be grateful, whether you are going to give testimony. It's not until we come publicly like this and begin to say, Praise the Lord, see what God has done. But you can share testimony among your children and your family. All your family ought to share testimony. Share testimony. Laugh over it. God is performing wonders in your life, yet your family members do not even know. I don't struggle with my children following God because every time I share testimony with them, if they pay, I will share the testimony. There is a pleasant surprise. Oh, I've received a lot. And we all shouted, All glory to Jesus. I won't keep it a secret. If I keep it a secret, there is no God that did it. Let them know that God is constantly helping you. Don't say if they know. If they know, they will demand more. Share the testimony about pleasant surprises, pleasant joy, the wonders of God, the more glorious thing will happen. Don't collect money and say this one. Nobody must know about it. First Peter chapter 2, verse 9 to 10. You are a special person. You are a royal priesthood. You are a holy nation. You are the light of the world. You are to show forth the praises of him. Who has called you out of darkness into his marvelous life? How do you show forth his praise? Is by sharing testimony. If I come to church and I begin to complain and murmur and I do not show you what God has done, they am not showing forth his praise. I am showing his pity. I am telling you, pity me because God has not done anything in my life. Oh. I have prayed, 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 prayed. So day, nothing has happened. But if I say, ah, God is good to me, I am showing forth his praise. I, I, I visited somebody that was blessed and promoted. And I was sure when he told me that, Pastor, this is purely the doing of the Lord. Oh. He said, can I shock you? I said, shock me. He said, I don't fast. Oh. I just wish for things. And God answer it. He said, this is God's blessing. I said, What? See, this is God's blessing in my life. It's not because I am worthy of it. It's purely the hand of the Lord. And one man of God also on YouTube was saying during the week, he said, I just carry grace. Oh. It's not because I'm special more than you. It's just because the hand of the Lord is upon me. Anytime I say a word, God fulfill it. Anytime I lay hand, uh, God performs the healing. Blessing come. He said, there's somebody. It's not because I fasted though. I just pray for him. He received healing. And he gave me 120 million as a gift. And two trailers. <laughs> you know, if some of them don't say this thing, we don't even know. He said he gave me a gift of a 
two million, uh, uh, 120 million naira. One man of God also danced. By name of I said, he prayed for somebody that the Lord will bless him, and the Lord bless him, and he gave him a gift of two billion naira in Nigeria. Say the person is in Lagos, please sit down. So I gave him a gift of two billion naira. One man said, he was in Lagos. And uh, one of his people said, Ah, Pastor, will you please use this car? Drive around and use to get to the airport. I was surprised that when police people see him, they were doing like this. Hey, Ogasha! He said, Because the landlord of the car is still there, even though it's Tokubo. The, the car was chatter. Then he, he was saying, ah, This car is good. Though. He returned from abroad and the man said, God said, I should give you the car. Take it home. They keep shining it. And they keep getting blessed and all. Have you listened to men of God that don't share testimony? They remain the same. Look at Baba boy. He will preach and say, in 1960, something happened. He will be sharing testimony upon testimony. And that's why they are moving from one level to another level. You say, I don't want them to envy me. If they don't envy you, they will pity you. Share what God has done. You are a priest. You are a chosen generation. You are special. You are what? A priesthood. A royal priesthood. You are a priest. You are what? A holy nation. You are God's own special people. That you proclaim the praises of God. Anytime you appear, you are saying, see what God has done for me. Stop keeping moots. Or moot your testimony. Let us know what God has done. Testify because that's only to glory. If anybody asks for anything because we are testifying, say, Sorry, I don't have it. There's not they can't kill you, but you have given praises to God. When you give praise to the Lord, when you share testimony, God is genuinely happy. The devil is genuinely sad. That is the truth. Praise and testimony give attraction of glory to you. It makes you feel special. And everybody that look at you also feel that, ah, you're a special person. That's why people feel that pastors are special. Because they share testimony a lot. You feel that, why is it that it's only them that God is blessing? It's a lie. God is blessing other people. They just refuse to share it. It's blessing other people. So keep sharing testimony and move to glory. Second Corinthians chapter 3, we have read that. In the beginning, you are our epistle, you are our testimony. John chapter 21, verse 5 and 6. I love John 21, verse 5 and 6. Acts chapter 2, verse 38 to 39. First Peter chapter 3, verse 9. And turn John chapter 1, verse 2 to 4. Okay, John chapter. 21 verse 5 and 6. Jesus said to them, Jesus saw them after his resurrection going to do fishing. And Jesus said to them, children, have you any food? And they answer him, no. I want to see the mind of Christ. Verse 6. And he said to them, cast the net on the right side of the boat and you'll find some. So they cast and now they were not able to draw it in. Because of the multitude. Verse 7. Look at where we are going. Verse 7. Put on verse 7. Therefore, that disciple whom Jesus loved said to Peter, 
Who is the disciple that Jesus loved here? I can't hear you. Eh? Okay. You are the disciple that Jesus loved. Okay, who was the disciple that Jesus loved in the Bible? <laughs> John ascribed the love of God to himself. Look at what John said. He said to Peter, it is the Lord. Anytime God performed a miracle, John will say, it must be the Lord Jesus that did it. They saw him at the other side. They didn't know he was in. And they have been laboring to get food, to get fish. And Jesus said to them, children, children, have you any food? He said, no. He said, okay, I will tell you where you are going to catch fish, get breakthrough. Throw the net to the other side and you are going to catch. And you are able to harvest a large multitude of fishes. And John said to Peter, it is the Lord. This miracle is the hand of the Lord. It takes you feeling special to know that it is the hand of the Lord that is blessing you. Not your labor, not your skill. Not your skill. Anybody that is a testifier, we know that for every good thing that happens to him, it is the Lord. Help me turn to your neighbor and say, it is the Lord that is doing his work in my life. I will not stop testifying. I don't care how you feel, but it is the hand of the Lord. It is the Lord that is doing wonders in my life. You may like me. You may not like me. That is not my problem. My problem is this. I must give glory to the Lord at all times. Come and shout hallelujah. Very important. Acts chapter 2 verse 38 to 39. Peter said, Peter said to them, Acts chapter 2 verse 38 to 39. Put it there. Peter said to them, repent and let every one of you be baptized in the name of of our Lord Jesus Christ for the remission of sins that you shall receive the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Verse 39. Verse 39. Put on verse 39 quickly. For the promise is to you and to your children and to all who are far off as many as the Lord our God has called. They saw them speaking in tongue and they said, what is this? And Peter stood up to testify about the doings of the Lord. That it is the Lord. Jesus has been raised for, for, for the forgiveness of our sin and is the giver of the Holy Spirit. What we have received, you too can enjoy it. Repent, be baptized, and you will receive the same gift, the same blessing. And he concludes by saying, the promise is for you and for your children. Let me turn to your neighbor and say, the promise of God is for you and for your family. Whatever you want God to do for you, he will do it for you. Whatever God has done for me, he can also do it for you. Come and shout hallelujah. That is what testimony means. The Bible says with so many words, he exhorts and preached the gospel and many people were saved. If we don't testify, how will people give their life to Christ? If you don't use the opportunity of what God has done in your life to say thank God for my life, God has blessed me. I was once poor. Now God made me rich. I was once sick. Now God lifted me up. I was once low. God has raised me high. How will other people that are looking for hope be able to come to Christ? How will they come to Christ? 
If we all keep quiet, we moot our testimony. We are not sharing to our family. We are not sharing in the church. We are not sharing to anybody. They will say, we are the same. I want to talk about going to complain. We are the same. One of my people said to me some years back, say, I want to launch church in Gata Gift Tight. All of will bless more. It's all lies. It's all lies. I said, What? Say, you will see the blessing of God in me. I'll be a living example that when you go to church and you are giving to God in worship, you are appreciating Him. God can bless you beyond measure. And I'm happy that He's seen it now. I'm happy He's seen it now. You know, there are some people that believe your coming to church is in vain. They say, even people that are going to church to give offering, I don't complain. Eh? I pray in the name of Jesus as you are worshiping God with your tithe and with your offering, you will not be among them that are complaining in this country. The lifter up of hair, he will lift you up. I've seen people that can never worship God with their money. Never. Never worship God. And I've seen them living in poverty all their life. Because they don't believe that God can bless anybody. And even if when they are blessed, they don't believe God is the one that is responsible for the blessing. They believe it's because they are, they are smart. And I've seen them moving from one level of poverty to another. They lose their job. They never get something better until they die. Because they don't believe that God is the one that is blessing them. The Bible says anyone that comes to God must believe that God exists. And that God is what? A rewarder of them that seek him. If God is not rewarding us, how are we better than unbelievers then? Why are we here praying? Why are we here praying? Testimony. Testimony. First Peter chapter 3 verse 9. He says you have been called to receive the blessing your coming to church is not to be defrauded or to be deprived of your blessing. You are being called so that you can be a partaker of God's blessing. Partaker. So, as God is blessing you, you must always share the testimony. John chapter 1 verse 2 to 4. He said, I wish above all things, told John, that you be in it, and you live in prosperity. Let me speak to yourself. Say, I will be hurt. I will also what? Live in prosperity. Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things. And be in it. Just as your soul prosper. Turn to your neighbor say, You will prosper in all things. You are not saying it well. Okay, say like a prophecy. And live in good health. As your soul prospers in the name of Jesus. Look at verse 2 and 3. Look at verse 2 and 3, verse 3 and 4. He said, I do not have any other joy than to see my children prospering. I have no greater joy than to hear that my children walk in the truth. What was the truth? His utmost truth that I was preaching is that you prosper and be in good health. And John says, anytime I hear that you are walking in prosperity, 
you are as you are walking in the word of the lord you are walking good earth i'm always happy that you are having a living testimony that god is working look at verse 4 again i have no greater joy than to hear that you walk in this reality i pray for you before the end of this year you walk in reality of god's prosperity you will walk in good heads in the name of jesus christ that is the testimony that i wanted to share i was sick god healed me i was poor god made me rich not because of my smartness not because of this but because of his mercy and may you have plenty testimony to share this year in the name of jesus in the name of jesus in the name of jesus jeremiah chapter 30 verse 19 he said the redeem of the lord shall return with thanksgiving with testimony the out of them shall proceed thanksgiving and the voice of them who make merry i will multiply them they shall not diminish i will also glorify them they shall not be what out of them shall proceed what testimony testimony number one is gratitude gratitude from where you are gratitude from your state where you are is good to be thankful and if you do it well it will lift you up number two is testimony after you begin to see it's lifting let thanksgiving testimony proceed out of your mouth then you will not be small. Then he will now glorify you. Never you keep quiet. Look, anytime we are coming to church like this, on a Thanksgiving, and we say, come, let's worship God with our tithe and our offering. And we are dancing. We are not doing show of shame. We are saying, some people have hands, but they cannot lift it. Some people have legs, but they cannot move. Some people have mouth, but they cannot speak. But Lord, you have blessed me. I have hands that can move. I have leg that can walk. I want to glorify you. I want to thank you. It is coming as a sign of testimony to the Lord. You return to say, Lord, you have been faithful to me. Don't come and say, I don't know. I don't know what people will feel. Who cares what they feel? What matters is how God feels when you are thanking him. And say, Lord, you have done it for me. Thank God for five naira. He will give you ten naira. We give you 10 naira. You receive something, you keep quiet. Because you feel it's not big enough, then the blessing stop there. Behind every heart of service is genuine worship. And worship is not to man. It's to God. Sometimes we come to church and we are not dancing well. Maybe because things are not moving, they want us to move. Or somebody has offended us in our spirit. And we are becoming cold. You have forgotten the fact that it is not you that they are praising. It is God. Testimony is important for breakthrough. Testimony is important. You testify. Then God multiply you. I've never seen anyone that complains. That refuses to testify what God is doing. What is God doing in your life? Nothing. Eventually... They keep saying nothing, nothing, nothing until they become nothing. There's a song that says, Moshe Buri, Olorumare. 
Don't cover what God has done. Don't cover. Always testify. Tell everybody, I was once sick, God healed me. I was once small, God raised me. I used to beg for bread. God has lifted me up. And don't let people push you into complaining. Testify about what God has done. And your miracle will continue in Jesus' name. Okay, number three. Number three things that guarantee glory is right believing. There are so many people that their belief is killing them. What you believe and how you believe can make or mar you. There are so many belief systems that is not according to the knowledge of God. They were found on old father's fables, old theories that does not produce the power of God. Even though they have a form of godliness, but they deny the power of God. And some people believe in them so tightly. They believe in them. Negative belief system will rob you of your glory. Negative belief system. And I'm going to say some of them. You believe that somebody is using your glory. There's something like that. One look where. When you have that kind of a mentality, even when you are given an opportunity to serve, that will showcase your anointing, your beauty, you don't do it because somebody has preached negative sermon into your head. One Lueni, nobody can use you. Even when you are not paid, you are getting an experience that is unforgettable. You are being showcased to somebody that can actually take you to another realm of glory. Ruth decided to follow Naomi. Not because he was waiting I'm going to get married. In fact, the mother said, even if I give her to another son, it will be too late for you. He said, look, I will follow you. But somebody was hearing the good work of Ruth and decided to favor Ruth. I eventually married Ruth and gave Ruth much reward than Naomi can give. But you know, all this Yoruba setting, even you give somebody a gift, he does not want to use it. I'm going to by you. You move away from people that love you because you have a, a negative belief system. There are people that have a promising future, a good life, but they enter certain church or certain denomination or hear certain word, they pivot their thinking and all their glory goes down. They were loaded with anointing before. They're having a sincere spirit, but when they start preaching those things to them, everybody's now a witch. And before you know it, they separate themselves from people that are capable of actually helping or lifting them. Before you know, they are wrecked. Hardworking, good people, prayer warriors, but yet they lack good character because of bad faith in them. Do you know there are some people in church today, they don't believe there is power in the word of God. When we are praying, they stay. Anytime we are preaching, they say, nonsense. It's see word that we are going to hit. And even when they are seated, so that they don't offend the pastor. They don't listen. And they will never take what we are preaching. What they want to believe. They have already made up their mind. And for years, they refuse to change. And nothing is changing in their life. Because of wrong belief system. You have a wrong belief system. What can the righteous do? If the foundation be destroyed, what can the righteous do? If your faith is built on something that is shallow, that is not good, how can God help you? Psalm chapter 11 verse 3. You decided to believe wrong things. Somebody prophesied wrong things to you. You decided to build your life on it. How can 
God help you. Your belief system is wrong. If your belief system is wrong, there is nothing anybody can do. Romans chapter 10, verses 1 to 3. Paul says, it is my desire and prayer for Israel that they be saved. They have seed for God, but not according to knowledge. Even though God has given them righteousness, brethren, my heart and desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they may be saved, that they may be blessed. Watch what he says, verse 2. Look at verse 2. We are going to fall fast. Okay. For I bear them witness that they have a seed for God, but not according to knowledge. They, they are not so sound in what the word of God says, and they don't care. There are people like that. They will tell you something. We say, let us see what the word of God says. He say, forget about the word. But even the Bible says that let one person prophesy among you. Let every other person do what? Confirm. Let them judge whether what he's saying is true. Because prophecy can be of the devil. That's what the Bible says. But yet, they prophesy to you and they say, don't confirm me with what God says in his word. Because the word of God is the only authentic prophecy. It's a sure word of prophecy. For they being ignorant of God's righteousness, they are seeking to establish their own righteousness and have not submitted themselves to the righteousness of God. You refuse to submit yourself to the word of grace. Grace will not work for you. You can be a member of this church, but if you don't believe in grace, it will not work. It is what you believe in that will work for you. It is what you be. If you don't believe in grace, is all oh, this grace, grace that they are saying is a lie. Oh, I wish I can share all these things with you. Look. Look. If you believe in negative things, and I pray for you beginning from now till tomorrow, negative things will happen to you. Negative things will happen. It is what you believe that determines what happens in your life. It's not because you are time scap, you are coming to church, you are in the choir, that make positive things to happen. It is the faith, your faith that make or mar you. Are you listening to me now? Please sit down. Sit down. So, you have to check your faith. Am I using my faith to believe the right thing about Christ? Or am I using my faith to believe the wrong thing about Christ? Some people believe that God does not do well to people that love him. That he kills good people on time. What does that mean? That's a wrong belief system. They say God normally waits for sinners to repent. But the righteous, he killed them. Rubbish! God does not do that. And some people believe that. They even believe it in church. They say because evil days are ahead. God decided to kill you before your children graduate. What evil days are ahead? You will not die prematurely. Amen. You will hear the fruit of your labor. And at times, some of these things I'm saying, they are even being preached on the altar. They are being preached on the altar. They want to justify their faith. So they preach deadly poison for other people to swallow. And some of you, sheepishly, you say amen. Even carry yourself to them. Even somebody that you know is having a negative faith. 
There are some people when you see them, all that come out of their mouth is negative things. Negative things. They will twist the Bible and preach the negative side. They will look at the church and say negative things about the church. They are forgotten the fact that they are part of the church. And if part of the negative thing that you are saying about the church is against yourself without knowing. And you will reap it. Some say, I weep for the church. The church of Christ is dying. It is you that is dying. Christ says, I will build my church and the gate of hell shall not stand against it. And you can't be better than the church. He's the owner of his church. Oh, it's true. In the church, we are not complete. Not everybody in the church, they are okay. But that does not mean there are not people in the church that are okay, that are doing well. It's the body of Christ. So you can't use one part to judge that the body of Christ is rotting. How dare you that that thing is coming out of your mouth to the body of Christ that was redeemed by the blood of Jesus. Watch your belief system. Watch what you believe. And don't say rubbish thing. Okay, right belief system is what guarantees glory. You want glory, you must have right belief system. Right what? Right belief system. Because what you believe will determine what comes out of your mouth. Numbers chapter 14, verse 28. As I hear them say before me, that is what I shall what? That's what I shall what? Do unto them. That is what I shall do unto them. Second Corinthians chapter 6, verse 11 to 13. Be open to embrace right thing in Christ. Don't limit yourself. When God is speaking full gospel to you, grace goes to you, embrace it. Second Corinthians chapter 3, verse 11 to 12. He said, even when God is preached, their mind is blocked. Just like a faith that was upon Moses. He said, but we use plainness of, for if what is passing away was glorious, what remain, which is the gospel of Christ, is what? Much more glorious. Verse 12. Verse 12. Quickly, verse 12. Okay. Therefore, since we have such hope, we use great boldness of speech. If I say God will do you good, I say with boldness and affirmation because I know you are under the government of God's grace. This week, God will do you good. Say amen with boldness. When I see you on Wednesday, you come with a testimony. When you travel, you will return safely. You will come back with testimony in your hand in Jesus' name. Or you are putting on verse 16 to 18. We are going to 16 and 18. He says, since we know we have this grace, we speak boldness. Nevertheless, when one turns to the Lord, the veil of wrong belief is taken away. The veil of confusion. Does God love me? I've told you, if I dreamt bad dream, I don't bother myself. I only discard it. Why? God cannot speak bad thing to me. I belong to him. Maybe you don't know how I treat my children. I can't speak bad thing to my children. He said, if you men be evil, know how to give good gifts to your children. How much more me, your heavenly father? I will give good gifts to you. May you receive good gifts from the Lord. 
and some of you, you dream that they are chasing you and you are saying, maybe it's God that is chasing me. Maybe God wants to kill me. Now the Lord is the Spirit. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Liberty to be blessed. Liberty to express yourself. Liberty to be joyful. Liberty to share testimony. Liberty to be happy. Liberty to live a very good life. Verse 18 now. But we all now, with unfair face, beholding as in the mirror the glory of the Lord, we are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory just by the Spirit of the Lord. Turn to your neighbor and say, it is from glory to glory. I can never go backward. I'm moving from glory to glory. When you see me end of this year, I'll be better than this. The part of the just is like a shining light that shine higher and higher until the perfect day. Rise up on your feet. Rise up on your feet. Right belief system. Right. Raise your hands to heaven. I believe in your glory. The New Testament glory. Exceed in glory. I will enjoy this glory. In the mighty name of Jesus. Yes, I will enjoy it clearly. Because it shall be done by the Lord. I will move from one level of glory to another glory. From one level of testimony to another testimony. I am moving from one level of favor to another favor. Some of you are not speaking clearly. Speak boldly. Open your mouth and say it if you believe it. Oh, my later end will be greater. I'm moving from glory to glory, from testimony to testimony, from increase to increase, from favor to favor. In the name of Jesus, the part of the just is like a shining light that shines brighter and better. Go ahead and pray and pray. I believe in the blessing of the Lord and on my pathway to glory. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Raise your hands to heaven. Now testify to him. Lord, I am what I am because of your grace. Testify to his goodness. I am rejoicing because of you. Yes, Lord. I acknowledge you in my life. I thank you for your grace. I thank you for your blessing. I thank you for your love. Testify. Don't care about your neighbor. Just know that he's hearing you. Uh, it's because of you that I'm alive today. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your mercy, for your grace, for your love, for your wonderful love in my life. Lord, I will worship you all the days of my life. Not because I'm smarter than my mate, not because I'm better than others, but your mercy, your hand of mercy, your hand of love. If you are humble, you'll be thankful. If you're a humble person, you must be thankful. Because some people are not where you are today. Some are praying to be where you are right now. And that's why you must be sincerely 
be grateful to him that has helped you. Thank you for helping me. Many years Lord, I'm grateful. Lord, I am happy. Lord, I am blessed. And I thank you. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Open your eyes. We are going to do one more thing. You will think back to January. To June. And now in July. Yeah, you know that. that 24 hours. In a day. And a lot of things happen. Within a day. In those days, they say there is one step. Between life and death. A step when you climb on Okada. A step when you come down. A step when you decide to travel. A step when you sleep. But you have taken so many steps. Yeah. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, for me to get to this month of July, I am grateful. Toro Jacob, Toro Woko, Toro Anumi. Lord, I am grateful. Grateful. Because you say you will show mercy. On whom you will show mercy. You will show compassion. On whom you will show compassion. From the depth of my heart. I return all the glory to you. Lord thank you for your healing hand in my life. Thank you for restoration. Thank you for your blessing. Thank you Lord Jesus. I am grateful. There is something cool to thank God for around you. That you don't know yet. Thank you Lord Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Go ahead and thank him. You travel, you came back. You don't tell anybody. It is God that kept your secrets a secret. People that travel and get involved in accident, they will say, Bolo law, kilo wakiri, kilo le. But thank God that you travel and you return joyfully. I'm not saying you should be grateful to me. Be grateful to God. The one that has kept you. And say, Lord, I am grateful. Some people are dead, but I'm alive. Lord, I am grateful. Lord, I'm grateful. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I'm sincerely grateful. Grateful for the journey. Grateful for your mercy. Grateful for your connection. Grateful for your promotion. Grateful for your help. Grateful, Lord, that you have left me stranded. You have not left me stranded. Lord, I'm sincerely happy. Gratitude is number one way to glory. Be grateful. With a loud voice, be grateful. Lord, I'm grateful. I can't complain. Others can complain, but I cannot. Because I'm not a mortuary. I cannot complain. I must be grateful. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father, for your protection. I slept last night and I woke up this morning. I am grateful. Lord, I'm thanking you always for all things in Christ Jesus. I thank you always. I am sincerely grateful. Thank you, Father. Why should I complain? Why should I complain? I don't have any reason to complain. I must be grateful. Gratitude leads to glory. Yes. God said you will not be small when you thank him. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Open your eyes. The biggest prayer you can pray is to say thank you, Jesus. 
That was the prayer that raised Lazarus from the dead. Father, I thank you because you always hear me. The hardest prayer that you can pray is prayer of complaining. He will not hear me. He will not hear. The moment you start complaining, God will not hear. He does not have time for complainer. He said, don't complain like the Israelites. And they were beaten by serpent. Serpent means devil. And 3,000 of them died in one day. Don't complain. If your mouth cannot but why let it keep short. It's better to be silent than to say rubbish. Do not say before an angel it was an error. Don't say before an angel it was an error. Keep your mouth short if you don't know what to say. Find a reason. Anytime you open your mouth to say, Lord, I am thankful. And anytime you are in church, find a reason to thank him that your sins are forgiven. If Christ come today, you go to heaven. That is enough reason to be grateful. People that have this hope in them, they are always grateful at all times because they know definitely their tomorrow will be better than today. Better than today. Say again, say, Lord, I thank you. With my life, I will worship you. With everything I have, I will worship you. I will always be grateful. I will not ascribe glory to myself. I will not share your glory. I will give it all to you. As long as I live, the glory belongs to you. Praises belong to you. Honor belongs to you. I will not murmur. Never will I murmur. I will find a reason to thank you. Lord, and I will be grateful. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayer. If you are here and you are not giving your life to Christ, you must be grateful by giving your life to Christ. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, Lord Jesus, surrender my life to you fully, completely. Write my name in the book of life. I am born again today. In Jesus' name, we have prayer. And you are blessed in Jesus' name. Father, let this month be the month of glory. Month of perfection. Month of completion. Month of beautification. Everything you have started, complete it in glory. And let your people have testimony. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayer. Say wonderful, Amen.